Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Fellas, I'm ready to get up and do my thing. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a, like a sex machine, man. Yeah. Moving, doing it, you know. Yeah. Can I count it off? Yeah. One, two, three, four. Get up, get on up. Get up, get on up. Stay on the scene. Get on up. Like a sex machine. Get on up. Get up, get on Sports up. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on a, uh, today's the day that uh, we set the clocks ahead or back. We got this strange hours today. We don't move the clocks. I, I think, That's what we, I feel I think, like. I think, I think we move. Yeah, we move. We, everything's all different here. It's like daylight savings time. Uh, yeah, a uh, little different setup to today's show for various reasons, but we here. Yeah. As they say, we here. Sam and Greg, Saturday morning, the 20, uh, 21st day of May. We have got your Saturdays and Sundays again covered. If you weren't last week uh, with us last week, we made the announcement. We are back with you both days, and both days, top of each hour, you get to say, good morning, Georgia! Morning. And a, and a special good morning to you fine folks in Dunwoody. Dunwoody. Yeah, I don't mention them that often. Well, I don't mention anybody that often. <laughs> Except when you got me yelling Lost Mountain for these folks down the street around the yeah, corner yeah, of the block. I, I, I saw and you fi- were out there last I night. I saw them fine folks last night. But shout out to to, uh, to the Wildcats over at Dunwoody. Uh, sure. They had their spring game last night, too. I didn't get a chance to make it by there, but they they played Rockdale County. Last night for their spring game, and uh, you know we'll, we'll get by and see them this summer doing the seven on seven. But fine folks over there. I'm having a good morning. Are you? I got energy. I got all kinds of stuff. Today was you know my quest that started weeks ago when I decided to get healthy again. This morning when I took my blood sugar, it was the lowest reading I've had since I since I've been doing this. The lowest. Outstanding. Yeah, man. And I've been at it. And this week was a whole was a lot about athletics. Was getting back to doing the thing, the three sports that I did regularly that I haven't. And you playing baseball? I'm, 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 I'm thinking about seeing what softball teams got some open, you know, availability. Okay. I'm not worried about. I'm, I'm worried about that first time I hit one into the gap and I take off from home plate and and head and, toward first and, and all of a sudden something, something pops. Grabbing, something grabbing. <laughs> hey. Where you him. think you're going? Yeah, yeah. Fred Sanford. Where you going? <laughs> and I start walking like him. Yeah. But had, had golf. I showed you what happened with golf. Yep. I'm, I'm just just an animal bag. I busted through shoes. I busted through shoes. <laughs> Shout out <laughs> to Tyler and, and and coach. I mean, and, and uh, you're an incredible Hulk. You bust yeah. through the shoes and start busted, turning green. I showed you the picture, start man. Start turning green. <laughs> I, I, I busted through them. Um, Chief Brandon and Tyler, thank you for last week. But it's one of those where, again, it's a, it's a statement about last time I played golf. Yeah. It had been two, at least two and a half years since I played. How do you let that happen? Well, you had a well the pandemic that. is one thing. Yeah, and one then, thing. two, I've been kind of Well, you know busy. what, though? The, the pandemic was golf was one thing that you could do. If you felt comfortable going out. There's some folks that didn't even want to go bother with that. Yeah, I you, mean, could, you could go outside. They, 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 well, after a while. But after a while, they said that you exactly. could play golf. You could play tennis. You could do stuff that's outside where folks would, would dis. And, and as a result, you know what? I don't know what that's done for golf 
apparel and equipment, but I know for tennis, man, you can't find anything. See, you keep saying that. Here's the thing, because I thought of you last week yeah. on a couple. I couldn't walk a foot without tripping over some tennis balls. Not only that, at, 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 at I saw them at Publix. I saw them at the grocery store. Yeah, that's okay. where, that's where, that's, that's where I've been. I saw them at Walmart. I saw yeah. them at, um, at, at the actual tennis place because we were, you know, I told you, you and I are going to start hitting. Yeah. And so one of the things I went out and did this week was, was address the other sport that I have kind of laxed. So I went and got the, I went and got the racket regripped. Oh, did you? Not? Yes, I did. Okay. Yeah, they don't make those sleeves anymore that they used no, to just pull up on yeah, there, man. No, yeah, I man, used to love that. It was that's not been, easy. That's been gone for a long time. Well, I don't know. Again, yeah, you know, you, you, how often you, you do you get, get your rackets you regripped? Re- 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 I, I do about maybe a couple of times a year. You know? Really? Yeah. Excuse me, Nastasi. No, that's not going through going through. You know. You can go get a thing of grip. You can do that. Yeah, you get somebody to do it. You can do right, it. Right, that's the thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, I went and addressed that this week. Okay. Uh, again, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9thegame.92.9thegame.com. As Sam and I got uh, prepared, and we talked midweek about some of the things we were going to do for this weekend's shows, then, as is the case in this business, we all anybody who works in this business, they plan on doing one thing, and then they say, well, let's wait and see if somebody does something stupid. Or says something stupid, mm-hmm. or does whatever, which changes the trajectory of the show. Well, that happened this week, <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't just happen with a player, who a lot of times is dismissed. Depending on the player, their comments are dismissed. Well, he ain't a star. This person ain't a star. This came from the penthouse yeah. of coaches. He's top the food chain. This is exactly, and man, did people disrupt his elevator. Because Tars talking about Nick Saban and what he said, and throughout the show, we will be talking about that. Sam, not only you and I will be talking about that, but it gave us an excuse to reach out to the biggest Alabama fan we know uh, from Saturdays down south. Chris Mahler mm-hmm. is going to join us later on the show. But we have had we haven't talked to him so since we had so much fun yeah, but, talking but to him this, after this, what, this week. This week, what Kirby Meredith. did. This week merited a, a visit with him. Oh yeah, so did the last time we talked to him because Kirby put it on on Nick Saban and, and you know. SEC championship? But you mentioned somebody who will say nothing right now. Kirby ain't saying nothing. Oh, no, 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 no. He don't need to. Kirby's like, yeah, you're right. He, he, don't, said, he don't need I, to I, say I'm, nothing. I'm, I'm national champion. I'm not saying anything. No, he don't. He <laughs> don't have to. There's a whole lot of people who went on vacation or their phones were turned off this past week, so they wouldn't get a call. Regardless. It's funny. It's funny because I'm on Twitter. Right. And, and Gus Balzon comes on and says, I ain't been on this in a while. Anything? Did I miss anything? <laughs> 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 so yeah, this this yeah. college football to talk about today. Oh, my hey, speaking of which, on this day, hang on a second. Let me see if I got I got all this stuff here. By the way, I forgot to do this dump last week. But who's it? Oh, celebrated birthday today, or would have been. Not only Arab Parsegian, for you Notre Dame fans out there. Yeah, Johnny Majors. Johnny Majors, big down here in the SEC. Absolutely, Tennessee, right? Tennessee, Tennessee. Was coached at uh, at Pitt as well, but uh, but yeah, Tennessee ball would have been his birthday. So not only that, we're going to be talking, having some fun with because uh, you love it when you know the big dogs start fighting. The rest of us sit back and just well, kinda... do what well, do you? Well, but because I, that's the big debate. I'm, I'm gonna, that's I'm, you. I'm, I'm, I'm I was going around the day. Yeah, I was going to tee this up is, because is, you... is, it, is it just fun? And to what and, and to which point does it become not fun for folks who cut through all the stuff, set aside the football. These couple of millionaires, yeah, couple of millionaires, and I can't afford tickets to go to their game. So well, at what, at what point? At what point does? It, and that's what I'm going to ask Chris Marler. At what point 
it's something like this bad. I don't I know mean, that I mean, it ever the, would be because, well, again, what, what, whether these guys fought or not, the ticket prices are going to remain the same. But that's just a reminder because they're not fighting about football. They're fighting about money. Right. And you think and, nothing and, goes and, backwards, and, though. But, but it can turn some folk off. Well, I believe because that could be the case. Because that's you talking about the kids getting money. And here's some dudes who combine is like 20, 25 mil. You, you know, so, I mean, my who, who, if somebody sitting back there and say, you know what, I can't go. Now nah, I don't care about the game. Yeah. They watch it on TV. Some, oh, they won't even watch it on TV. Well, That's what I'm I saying. don't. Because I, the money is what turns them off from Sundays. There's some people, the money aspect of Sunday turns them off from the game. Where can you go in this country during fall on a Saturday and not be somehow next to a college football game, whether it's on TV in a store? I mean, you go to a mall and there's TVs are on and showing the college football games of that particular day. I'm just saying it's going to be hard to avoid for somebody who's got a problem with that. It ain't hard to avoid. We got the, we got the, the, the belt line right around here. You and you spoon. You listen. I just raced, I just regripped a tennis record for the first time, and I don't know when. And there's other things that I haven't done. You think everybody in this city goes? To I'm the not belt, saying belt everybody, line? but you saying there's nothing else, nothing they can do to avoid it. There are plenty. Of I said there's most people. They can't. They have a hard time avoiding it. But my bigger thing. To your point, and by the way, I'm going to give you full credit because you've been like Nostradamus. No, I know I haven't. You talk, no. no, no, you talked about people having a problem with this, which was however he articulated it, which is what Nick Saban was saying, people using it for recruiting tools. So that's what I'm saying. You said this last week on the show. You you predicted that people are going to have a problem in this particular lane having to do with NILs, and that's what Nick Saban badly Discussed yesterday. Now he was feeling himself too. Yeah, he was one of them folks in front of a big audience, and he, you know, all of a sudden he was staying on on note with a Sinatra song, and he just started. He just kept going, and things started flowing out of him. There isn't a person who watches college football or knows anything about Nick Saban that would not agree that he's smart enough to know not to mention names. Yeah, he threw names out there. And you don't want to do. You can say everybody's doing it. You can you can mention everybody in the SEC is doing it. But to throw particular names out there, yeah, come on. Yeah, but it's but it smacks of where we are. And we we were admonished this week not to get into politics because it's election time. But yeah. what he did was just like a politician. That was that's all I'm saying. He got he, in front he, of a crowd he, he, he and full of, started full feeling full of it. folks. And you tell people you appeal to their fears, mm. you know. And that's what he did. He appealed to their fear. He appealed to the fears of Texas A and M. He appealed to their fears Jackson. Of, of Jackson State. Yeah, of more players doing that. So I mean that that's that's basically what what what, what he did. He appeared he appealed to people's fears, and uh, and he was in a room with with guys with money. He was feeling himself. That's what I'm saying. You know. And it was bad enough that he because he 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 did say it was written. That was like his way of saying allegedly, you know, taking taking the coaches and whatever staff out. But then he went and mentioned the coaches. Yeah. You know, so it was written connected with Texas A and M. It was written that Jackson State, blah blah blah, and so. Well, I'm, th- I'm gonna, I, and, and when we get the chance, when we talk about this. I'll say what I think this is really, is really, is really, really happening here. Okay. Okay. I like. I can't wait for that. Yeah. All right. All right. We're gonna talk some NBA playoffs. This is going on. I you surprised was, by last night? Uh yes and no. Yes, that Golden State let them. Let them? Big, no, no. Yeah, well, they were the ones playing, so they let them get as big a lead as they did and then showed what they can do. But it's it's obvious to me that Luka is not going to get over the top until he gets some more help. This is, this is, and I hate to use this analogy, but this is the one that comes to mind. 
the quickest when you have an all-time great player and they don't have the help around them. You see the, see the first six years of Jordan, you know, until he got a Scottie Pippen and he got, you know, the pieces well, around them, Horace Grant. What, what, what folks would say that's happening here in our town right now. Well, we ain't talking about them. They ain't in the playoffs. I'm talking about what Dallas. So they got, well, and they don't the have the, Trey is though. what he is, but Trey, Trey can only do so much. And so can Luca. He don't do so much, you know. Different kind of player. He wasn't even in the playoffs last year. No, but he's there. We're talking about this year, regardless of what happened last year. I'm just saying we're seeing kind of the same thing that's happening. You need that consistent number two that's going to show up every night. Two and three in some some regards. At least a a consistent two. And that's that's what this team is missing here in town, and and that's what's being kind of exposed with with Dallas right now. To me, you got a, a strong two. And you got this young number three out there that's ready to do things with Golden State, you know. So I mean, that's they're going to be very difficult to beat, you know. I don't, I don't care where you play them; you can play them out in the parking lot. Golden <laughs> State, <laughs> yeah. Um, and we still and we see, you know. Well, we'll get into this next segment. We're going to talk more NBA playoffs. Also coming up. Uh, hey, we didn't get to too much of it last last week, but we are going to have an Eric's world. Ooh. Our producer, Ooh. Eric Slaughter, Ooh. has got something for me and you hey. coming up at, uh, i got to remember, this is 840, not 740. Yeah, <laughs> you got to <laughs> remember where we at. Yeah, yeah, Braves and what's going on with them. Uh, got a casting call, but not so much a casting, because listen, I was going to update it yesterday, and I'll be honest with you, I was watching what was going on out there at Southern Hills. So I got preoccupied with Tiger, and, and did he make the cut? Man, he got that birdie on 16, and he just had to like just not screw it up those last two. And he would have made the cut. And the story has already been written as far as I'm concerned because he's done not only in the two majors this year, you know, not even close to being on the leaderboard. But given what's happened to him, he's sitting there playing while the number one player in the world and the defending champion are somewhere else watching it. He kind of showed us a new color yesterday, too. That's what he does. You know what? And and I looked at it and I said, you know what? He's coordinated with his golf bag. Yes, yes, he is. Because the golf bag is sponsored by Monster, mm-hmm. and that was about that shade of green that shirt was. Yeah. You know, he's like Garanimals. <laughs> <laughs> Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, ninety-two nine the game, ninety-two nine the game. dot com. So we got that coming up, and we we missed him last week because we we thought we had a four-hour show, but it was only a three-hour show this week as opposed to. <laughs> Last week, we're actually going to be on two hours more longer than we were last week, but we had scheduled Joe Patrick. Yeah. And we couldn't get to Joe beforehand. His his clock woke him up five minutes before we signed off, so we, we couldn't get him on. Yeah. We will have him on this week, and Joe wears a couple hats. Yeah, he does. he's wearing, wearing three of them right now. Well, he's going to bring us up on what's going on, his thoughts on the Braves, but more importantly, Atlanta United tonight uh, versus Nashville. Pre-game 7 o'clock, kick at 7.30. You can hear it all right here on Sports Radio 99. It's a big deal because they had a 2-0 lead on these guys in a U.S. Open Cup match last week, and Nashville came back and beat them 3-2. And that's, you know, that's one of the things that's been happening with this team. They've been outplaying the opponents week in and week out. They've been getting, they've been controlling the ball, possession time. They've been getting more shots on goal, but then it's not reflected in the scoreboard at the end. And that's kind of the really frustrating team. You know who's out. You know who's missing. Joseph Martinez, I, I don't know if he's going to travel with the team and maybe dress tonight. He worked out with the team this week, mm-hmm. uh, which was good to see. You don't want to rush it too much with him coming back from that procedure. 
but you know what he means to the team, and you know what he gives you a chance to do if he's out there on the field. All right. Yeah. Leave that be the last word of this segment. We appreciate y'all making us a part of your Saturday morning, and I'll say the same thing tomorrow for a Sunday morning. Yeah. We are just getting started. Well, even though we started an hour late. Yeah, we did. So if y'all were waiting for us at 6, I apologize. It wasn't our fault. <laughs> we promise. We promise. Yeah, well, we're going to stay here next hour. We'll be in study hall. Oh, so we got to sit there an extra hour. Detention. It's Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Man, you know what? I talked with a friend that lives out in Arizona. I had not talked to him a former co-worker that lives out there. And she and her husband have tickets to go to Vegas and see this dude. Yeah, I showed you that she picture. She's so excited. She is so fired up to go to that show. Okay, yeah. well, I'm good. you brought that up, and, and I have to tell you about the discussion that happens at my house. My wife's the same way. She wants to go. She, like, you know. Saying that we, we went out there a few weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, I want to be here for Bruno Mars. You want to go? And I'm like, no. You going to pay your mortgage that month? I'm or, no, or no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, I have real. a different yeah. reason why I don't want to yeah. go. Yeah. I have a different reason. And that is, is I, like, I love me some Bruno Mars. All right? But he is now in that category in, in Silk Sonic by extension. But more Bruno when Bruno goes out by himself. He's in that category of performers who – his audience is filled up with nothing but women. Young? Oh. <laughs> I wasn't going to say young women. I was yeah. just going to oh, say, he, some, he, some he, will say he, those, those, those larger predatorial animals. You know, you won't call them cougars or whatever you want to call them, but that's what it's filled with. Uh, ladies, that's Greg speaking. That's not saying yeah, <laughs> Hang on a second. Hang on. I didn't know the derogatory notice about I, that. No, notice how quiet I Y'all always get quiet. I'm, I'm, the, I'm using the, a phrase that is used regularly, yeah, and I mean nothing yeah. dispersing about mm-hmm. it. But yeah. that's what that audience is. And there have been performers who are like that, right? Going back to Sinatra. Going back to Elvis. Going back to Michael Jackson. Going back to Rod Stewart. There's these guys who bring... Women out in droves. Tom Jones. There you go. So you know what I'm talking about. He's now in that category. He's in the category with Tom Jones. He's in a category with Tom Jones. Go look at the makeup of Bruno's audience. And God bless him. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's not, there's nothing that's wrong not with the, that. To me, that's not. You, you, but the yeah, dude but, who's but, with but some, those, some people will tell you, yeah, go and take your lady. Because she's going to go home with you. I I wait. I'll pay for the ticket and wait for it when she gets no, back. Oh man! That, why? That, you, that, that, oh. Why? Okay, why not? Okay, be, why not okay. be there all waiting? All right. All right. Yeah. Same. The, the same thought appears. Yeah. yeah. Look at Billy D. Williams on there. He looking old. Well, that's because uh, he is. That's right. Uh, uh, but, but, but but I'm just. But that's that's just two schools of thought on that. I mean, okay. I've taken folks when back in the dating days. I've gone to concerts with people. Like like oh, so, 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 so like a Peebo Bryson. Exactly. You know what I, I mean? And I've done that too. And, and he comes out there and they hit the first couple of notes and they hit that because Peebo is not a very tall guy. You no. know, he, he's no, he's not, not. I ain't gonna say I didn't say he was short, you, but you, he, you said what I said but, was bad. He's not, now he's, you're gonna not, say he's, something he's, about Peebo. He's not a very tall but he got that voice. And before he hits that first note, they hit that that spotlight shot from the back yeah. and it ends up being a silhouette on the screen. Oh man. and, and so you just sitting there like, okay, okay. Okay, but but after the show, they leave with you. They ain't leaving with him. No, I understand that. Okay. I understand that. Yeah. But I'm eliminating the drive and parking that I don't have to deal with. 
I just get the excitement when he gets home. Yeah. yeah so we, we can, that can be. Anyway, that's what Bruno is. You went, you went down that rabbit hole. You know, no, you started. Hey, the there's rabbit our boy hole. from last week. That? Todd Lewis. That's Todd Lewis. He's all he's, he's talking golf, and we'll be doing doing that he's too. He's got the dress shirt on. I hope that's a different one than the one he he said. <laughs> he, remember, he told us in that part. I got yes, my dress did. shirt on when I hit the ground. I got to go and do this. We hope that's a, a different shirt. He's been there for a week now. Okay. <laughs> and I apologize for any of you who got upset or it bothered you when I used that term <laughs> that everybody else uses to describe single, mature women. Walking it back. Thank you. Coach. Uh, I'm not walking it back. I'm just saying if anybody was, which I doubt, I think they're laughing at me for the fact that I y'all got all worked up into a lather about it. Thanks, Coach Saban. You won't put put what I said next to that. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. 92.9 The Game. You got to wake the folks up, right? What did he say? (laughs) What? What? Huh? On this um, 21st day of May, as we sit here and, and talk about what we saw last night in the NBA playoffs, between Golden State and and Dallas, touched on it a minute ago, is that, listen, it comes down to Dallas just not having the equal parts that Golden State does. Now, there's something to be said for how they got there, and they beat some people that you didn't think they would get through with the same cast of characters. So what is it? Is it not having the players, or is it just the knowledge that Golden State has of having been there, done that before, and knowing how to rotate your players in a way that Steve Kurt has over Jason Kidd. Yeah, just haven't been there before. I, I think that's that that's, and I think we we saw that last year with 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 their with our Hawks team. They did so well, but they got to a level against some teams that had been there with success before in Milwaukee. They knew what to do. You uh, and they came out and gave that complete team effort. They were on their way to winning the championship, and that could be what Dallas is seeing right now. A, well, a team that is that has has had some health issues. But everything has come together at just the right time. You got everybody back healthy, um, and, and that's to me that's a big part. Well, to, to the point I was trying to make here, Jason Kidd actually addressed that, talking about playoff experience. We we executed there f- um, for a little bit. That third quarter, we talked about and understood. You know, that's where they tend to turn up the uh, the heat. And so, you know, we got great looks, but we we have to do better. We have to understand when we shoot three or four threes in a row and miss, you got you got to get to the rim. You got to get the ball into the paint. You got to get to the free throw line. And and that's just um, understanding the situation, um, learning, and maybe it is experience. Um, but again, the guys came out and executed um, from the start and, and put ourselves in a position to win on the road. How you feeling about him as a coach? Jason I think Kidd. you know what you you, um, you know life gives you lemons, you make lemonade, and he's in a place where he's been given. <laughs> That's a good he, way to put yeah, it. we're right. He, no, he's, right. He's landed in a spot where he's been given this elite, elite, you know, uh, player, uh, limited possibilities, and just like we talk about with Trey here, who wants to come and play with this guy? Who wants to come play with him? You know, I mean, he, he's going to attract some some uh, some people. They may see a way that hey, I'm what they need. I'm what they need. So I mean, so regardless of how this turns out, we look at them and see what their what their possible needs would be. Do they need a big? Do they need a, a, an established big guy? Admit, although big guys don't necessarily make you beat Golden State because they don't they don't really play that kind of game. Um, but just having the kind of personnel that's going to ramp things up, do you need somebody who's going to go toe-to-toe with, with Draymond to give you that kind of energy and that kind of effort and that kind of thing to get inside the other guy's head, that thing that he brings to the court? Do you need somebody to play that role in order to get past them? Um, because that's the thing. It could be these teams in the West. And, and it asks another question as we watch these guys play 
for the Western Conference Championship is the sun setting on Phoenix. Yes. Well, you, you, hang it, on a it, second. It, it, on it, Phoenix it, it, or Chris Paul? Well, no, on, on the team. I, because you got him, they got to deal with Aiden. Are they going to give Aiden a max contract? And he's going to take off. That's the, that's the, that's 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 their big, a young, big man on that team. I mean, that team's going to look different coming season. You know, so that that's the thing. Are they will they still be a factor, or is it just going to be Dallas right now until they revamp the Lakers or whatever they do down there? You know, both of those Los Angeles teams are questions. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that that's the thing. Are 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 we waiting for? You know, Zion to finally get healthy and make New Orleans be a deal in the West. We know what Memphis is, mm-hmm. but that's just reshaping the landscape. If Phoenix is no longer going to be that team that's going to run for the top, you know, we're probably looking at the two teams that might be up there running for it along with Memphis, you know, for, for a while. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. I don't know if you had a chance because you are quite busy to watch any of the four-letter network in the mornings this past week, but they had on um, Patrick Beverly. Yeah. And he just, I mean, blowtorched. <laughs> I didn't know the disdain he had for Chris Paul. And then by extension, Phoenix. But he just went at them, like, just left scorched earth. Yeah. And talking about how nobody, now again, this is his take, nobody in the West was scared of Phoenix. They knew that at some point they could be exposed. Anyway, it, it was it was it was interesting TV. If you can go back and look at some of the comments, but he threw people under the bus in a way that was, in some ways, refreshing because it was a cur- <laughs> so, well because so it was a cur- hey you you get players that aren't playing in their off season that show up on these shows and they just sort of dance around yeah. saying what they want to say because you know they're still in the league and they don't want to cause any problems. And this dude is like, I don't care. And that was actually a point where he was talking, making a point about something. And I talked to somebody last night, and he says, "I don't want to say their name." And he went, "Hang on a second, I'll say their name." And then he just like threw Paul George's name out there as a conversation he had with him about Phoenix and their ability to get further into the playoffs. And he's like, "Nobody believes them, dude. Nobody's scared of these guys, and nobody thinks that they are going to ascend and get a chip." That's basically what Patrick Beverly was saying. I don't know that he's the front runner, but he probably should be if those guys go after, meaning ESPN, another basketball voice. Kendrick Perkins is nice. Kendrick Perkins has been really good. He's but, been but, real good. But, 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 and Beverly went, he even went toe-to-toe with Stephen A. He went uh, he, about James Harden. Uh, that was, but that got kind of old after a while, but you're right. They did go after him, and you could tell that he, that he was talking about his friend, meaning Patrick Beverly. But he went at it with him. He went at it with J.J. Redick, who has set the world on fire over there recently. So now you got two voices. One's, one's already retired. Patrick's still playing. But you got two voices that have presented basketball in a way that is refreshing because people aren't just sucking up to Stephen A and letting him get away with it, although Kendrick per- Perkins gets at him. Yeah, get but at this him. was just, you know, I was interested to see whether or not <laughs> Matt Dog Russo was going to show up this Wednesday. And he did. But there was no sighting of J.J. Redick, at least yeah. when I was watching. It was nowhere near that set that day. Um, so, I'm, again, I'm just surprised that at least during these playoffs, they've presented some shows and some conversations that I didn't think I was going to you know, stick around for. And they've got me riveted because, it, listen, when you don't know what's going to come out of somebody's mouth, you're sitting there. That's true. And that's the whole thing. That's, that, that's the you know, Howard Stern way of broadcasting. 
You don't know what's going to come out of his mouth next, so I'm going to stay tuned. And it was, it really was. But talking about getting back to Phoenix. Well, I was, well, I was going to say, well, I was going to make, sure, make sure we touched on the Eastern Conference, but go well, ahead. Well, we will. Mm-hmm. No, I just I think the conversation is not so much Phoenix, is what do you – are you confident that you're ever going to get to the promised land with Chris Paul now, given his age, given his playoff history? That's the conversation. Yeah, I think. Yeah, you you can still you can still try, but it doesn't look good. It's it's like the past two years were were really the best chance for him. You would think. I mean, he's still going to contend. He's still going to be a factor. He's still going to do those things. Uh, but will he have the infrastructure around him now? To me, that's what's going to start changing with with Phoenix. And like and, I said, I'm sorry. And and to put a bow on what we're talking about the Western before we get to the East, there, um, these guys came back in a way that we've seen before, meaning Golden State and. Um, Steph Curry talked about that as far as the confidence. The confidence that we have in everybody who's out there to step up and make plays. You feel that flow and you don't want to kind of interrupt it, even though these are those are important minutes. Um, and JP, Loon, Otto especially, they, they did their job and uh, and helped seal that, seal that win for us. And that's what you get, you know, and him being healthy. And, of course, he put the signature on it at the end with his little night-night. Uh, pose that, that that he strikes when he knows the game's done, um, but just one of those games that that can just break the spirit of a team. We'll see what it does, you know, for Dallas. But to have a lead like that, you know, on your opponent's floor, um, leading throughout the game, and in the second half, hear these guys come and take it away from you. That that's the kind of thing that can can break your spirit. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, ninety two nine The Game, ninety two nine The Game, dot com. And then the question is: Game three tonight in Boston. It's your cousin from Boston. <laughs> I don't know why. You know that commercial, that yeah, Sam Adams commercial? Yeah, yeah. It goes, it's your cousin from Boston. That's like a hard accent to get. Yeah, it is. Anyway, I think tonight is the night that you see what you're really going to get out of the series because Horford and, and Smart were out that first game. Miami got the victory. They were at home. You kind of expected that. But then Boston came back with those two players back. And now after a couple days of rest and, and getting, you know, your body in the best condition possible. Coming home, man. I'm telling you, tonight is going to be, and it could get ugly because well, we it, say. Well, it could get ugly because these two teams that are that, that are that are defensive teams and uh, a lot of physicality. But they so, also yeah. know how to put. I mean, go on these streaks, and and you get it from different different elements on Boston. I'm just saying we could have the same conversation tomorrow about Miami that we're having today about Dallas. Yeah. In that that one superstar needs more help. Now we've seen them ascend, you know, to the finals with Jimmy Butler. But I'm, I just don't know that getting past this Boston team. We're watching a team right now with 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 uh, Jason Tatum and the help he's getting in a way that we've been talking about Luca. How much? How much have they missed Kyle Lowry? And he got hurt. I, and, I he, and, and, and he and he he got out during the during the the Hawks series. And he had, and he hadn't been back yet, and to me that's a big difference in a situation like this. Yeah, you need him. I understand. You know, I you know, agree with you. You you you, you uh, need him just to lead on the floor and, and, and provide some offense. The disappointment for me, and I think a lot of people, has been Tyler Hero. Yeah, I mean, I, well, I said he, that a few he, weeks ago. Yeah. That dude gets hot. Forget about it. But but he's had this great regular season, the mm-hmm. great regular season. But it hasn't followed him into the postseason. I'm not saying he's been missing, but he just hasn't. Even against the Hawks. Right. He didn't get off the bus. And so, and so, I mean, that's, 
that could be the guy and should be the guy. He gets streaky. You know? You're right. You know, he, he 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 takes it to that next level. Yeah. I uh, how you like them commercials he's doing? Yeah, they're pretty cool at it. You like them? I like that. Eh, kind of corny, uh, but that's yeah. Right. But you know what? It's okay. <laughs> right. I ain't seen not one of them Thor movies. But they got him in the commercial. That's okay. pretty cool. That's so that means you saying. haven't seen him either, right? No, I haven't seen him. <laughs> okay. You know, <laughs> get the but, updates but it, on that. He ends up getting the commercial spot. It's cool. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. All right, listen, I want to reach out. I'm, I'm, I'm making a left turn here. Okay. And I didn't tell you about this. Okay. Um, we have a special guest coming up next. But in the 7 o'clock hour, excuse me, 8 o'clock. Got it. Eight o'clock hour. <laughs> we started an hour late. That's why. I'm yes, all we did. Folks. Discombobulated. Yeah. Um, I would like somebody out there who is a hockey aficionado. I'm giving you carte blanche for our show, and you're gonna have to call up four zero four seven four one zero nine two nine. Eric will make the determination, but we are giving you carte blanche to give us an update on the NHL playoffs. And if you're good, we'll have you back tomorrow, and then next week. I can tell you. I can tell you that. T- no, t- no, I want to get. I want to get like a heart. Uh, t- Tampa Bay's winning, dude. I can read this, the box course and tell you who's winning. I want somebody who knows the no, back. I like it. we're talking. Tampa Bay won. They, they won with a buzzer beater this week. I ain't what I'm talking about. I'm just saying Tampa Bay's winning. Yes, but we're talking backstories when we talk about the NBA final. I want somebody who knows the backstories with the NHL teams who could tell us the uniqueness of having an actual playoff series with both teams coming from the state of Florida. Yeah. In hockey. I mean, that's just different. It is. Stan Makita would be going, you know, things like that. You think so? By the way, oh, no, no hockey birthdays today. Anyway, so, again, if you know hockey, if you love hockey, if you're upset that people don't talk enough hockey in this city, which they don't, for those of you who love hockey, and you've been following these playoffs and you want to help out Sam and Greg, you call 404-741-0929. And at some point in the 7 o'clock hour, we'll have you come, 8 o'clock hour, we'll have you come on and give us an update. Everything we need to know. Having said that, it's Sam and Greg. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Radio 9290 Game at 9290Game.com. Sam and Greg with you on this Saturday morning. An hour later, this is our first hour, folks. Usually 6 o'clock you hour. Set your clocks back. <laughs> it's the 7 o'clock hour. Whatever it is. Absolutely, absolutely. So glad you're with us uh, on this Saturday morning. As, uh, as we're running out the end of the school year, state championships are being, the final ones are being played at the top of the hour. We'll tell you about who some of the winners were this week. But one winner in particular uh, we're going to highlight right now, uh, state baseball playoffs and the champions or Pope High School, the Greyhounds, have won it again. <laughs> I didn't know they were the Greyhounds. You didn't know they were the Greyhounds. I, I'm I'm the last one to get to all parties. You didn't you didn't see the Greyhound when you you didn't see. No, Coach, they didn't have it then. Coach Chris Turco is there, and he can tell us where the Greyhound is. Coach Turco, good morning and congratulations. Morning, hey. congrats. Hey, appreciate you guys. Hey, I'm glad you guys started an hour later, man. That would have been, been a tough ask. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he would ask you too, because Sam always goes for the high school coaches in the six o'clock hour. Like folks ain't got hey, that. I didn't even know there's hockey playoffs still happening, so <laughs> I hope you find someone out there. Did you grow up? Did you grow up down in the south, or are you above the Mason Dixon line? I, man, I was actually born in New York, man. So my family was Rangers fans. I was about but, to say uh, which which yeah, team. I moved down. <laughs> did you yeah. go? To, did you go to any Rangers games? I did not, man. I'm a big Mets fan, to be honest with you. I know I'm going to get booed out there because you know in Braves country, but <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. Big, old, big baseball fan. Well, congratulations, Coach. How's it feel? Hey. We, 
We appreciate it, man. It's awesome, man. It's a surreal feeling, to be frankly honest with you, man, especially, um, you know, I've been at Pope 19 years and taking over my first year, and uh, who'd have thought we could have gotten it done. So our guys uh, were amazing, and they play great. Yeah. Oh, uh, man, t- talk about the fact that um, you get to play for your state championship basically a few blocks from home. Um, how, how much was that something that kind of motivated you guys? You want to win it anyway, but to get to play, you know, at Truist, uh, had to be something very special. Yeah, our guys were really, really, really wanting to do that. Last year, you know, one of our rivals, Lasser High School, right down the road from us, got to do it. And, and our guys are friends with a lot of their guys, and they were telling all the stories. And, and I know our guys were real motivated to try to get to Truist Park this year. Just um, And that's one of the cool things, you know, being right in the backyard of, of Truist Park. And the kids have all seen games there. And that, that, was a, that was a cool experience, man, getting to play on that field. What was the conversation like, without getting word for word, that you had with the team before the game? <laughs> so, honestly, I, I'll just give you word for it. We said to the guys, hey, man, I'll tell you what. If you're looking around and say, oh, my God, there's a tall building over there, a tall building over there, oh, my God. And, uh, you know, this guy sits in this seat. And this guy, we're going to lose. Okay, so <laughs> we have to get over that really quickly. So we want to get out there, get you guys acclimated as fast as possible. But at the end of the day, man, we kind of gave the Hoosier speech. It's 90 feet to the baseline, 60 feet, 6 inches to the pitchers now. It's all the same once the first pitch is thrown. So, uh, but I thought our guys did a really good job of not kind of getting starstruck. There you go. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com, talking to uh, Pope High School's head coach, baseball head coach, Chris Circle, on the heels of their first state championship, and our own Eric Slaughter. Not the first. Oh, well, it's his first. His first, first. yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah, they're like the Yankees with the rest of them, but (laughs) I'm just saying for you. Uh, Anyway, Eric, go ahead, man. Well, Coach, once again, congratulations on your state title, and I heard you say what you just said, that, you know, it's still, you know, a, a baseball field. But being at the games, and I was analyzing, your opponent had a lot of balls get past them and go out to the outfield, and you took advantage of that with some triples. How did you adjust defensively? Because it was a bigger field than you've ever played on. How did you tell your guys to read the angles and adjust to the ball? Yeah, we actually went, and um, that was a huge stressor for us as a coaching staff. We actually went and practiced on a lot larger high school field locally, and uh, we, we kind of adjusted our cuts and relays and things and where we were going to position our outfielders. And I actually thought that the dimensions were going to play Against uh, against us, but it actually played in our favor. We shot some gas and ended up hitting like six triples. Yeah, I, I had five, but, so uh, six, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, and each one of them scored. So congratulations on that. Yeah, we appreciate it. I mean, that was big time for us. We we also made a we made a um, before the game started strategy. Told the guys, hey man, if we get a runner to third in less than two outs, we got to score them in the state championship. And with those triples, that that enabled us to kind of execute our plan a little bit. Folks, we're spending time on the waitforit.com hotline with Coach Chris Turco from Pope High School. They won state championship this week. But it would end up being an all-Cobb County showdown. And um, those, these two teams have met before for a state championship. Um, thoughts about that and the fact that no strangers. Everybody knows everybody uh, from the other side of the county. And for them to be the team that you would face at the end, how special was that? Man, I can't say enough about Coach Hanson and what he's doing at Altoona. Man, they are a powerhouse as well. And- um, we we played them, I guess, in 2018 at in Rome up at uh, State Mutual Park, and then to face them again and being in the same region, yeah, we everybody knows everybody, so there's no secrets there in, in the series, and it's just going to come down to man who's going to be able to execute on that stage, and all guys got it done. But they're amazing, amazing team. They had a great season. Can't say enough about Keith and what he's doing over there, Altoona. You know, we get, before we go any further here, I, I got to do a shout out to um, the athletic director of Pope High School. 
uh, Josh Matthews. Yeah. Right. I got to give him a shout out. Chris, you may not know this story, but and by the way, did you guys get a chance to go see Tyson's Run? Um, I have not gotten to see the movie yet. I've I've been have not gotten to see it. I want to. Well, I, I haven't seen it yet either. But I'm in it, and I got I took over I took over Josh's office. That's where they put me, and I I didn't realize I was in the AD's office. So I wanted to every chance we get it, you know to talk about Pope High School. I want to give him a shout. But seriously, to you, you had mentioned you've been there 17 years. At no yeah, a long time. At no point did you you know feel like there was another opportunity for you. I mean, it just seems rare, especially on the high school level, because coaches. At least a lot of the ones that we talk to on a regular basis, they want to get to that next level or get to another opportunity where they get to coach. But yet you stayed there. What did you learn during those 17 years before you got the keys to the car? And was there ever an opportunity that you thought about going somewhere else? Yeah, to be frankly honest with you, I, I was offered a, probably multiple opportunities I passed up. But I was also for 14 years the head softball coach at Pope, which was really interesting because we played softball in the fall. And I was really blessed. We actually have a super strong softball program as well. So I got to kind of cut my teeth on the head coaching side for 14 years doing that. So, yeah, I had a huge desire to be a head baseball coach, but I kind of got to quench that desire a little bit, getting to be the head coach of the softball program. But working on the Coach Roland, man, he's a legend. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Roland can't say enough about him, man. He's taught us a lot about how to manage a program, run a booster club, and all those things. And, you know, sometimes when you have the, uh, the right-hand seat to one of the best coaches in the country, you know, you kind of count your blessings and, and you sit there and, and just keep soaking it up and learning. It's fantastic, folks. We're finishing time on the waitforit.com outline. What's the name of Chris Turco, uh, baseball coach at Pope High School. They he won got, the state championship. And he got a bird feeder somewhere close yeah, to Yeah, man, the birds are awake. He's out in the backyard <laughs> or something, man. And he is social. He is uh, social. You can find him on Twitter at Coach Turco8, at Coach Turco8. Oh, that's a, we didn't mean to make you go inside, man. No, we, no, no, man, it's okay. We, 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 <laughs> <laughs> we kind of like the birds. <laughs> we, the birds kind of nice. That's a nice touch yeah. this time of morning. Uh, Coach, you know, let's tip the cap a little bit to GHSA uh, for getting you guys the opportunity to play on professional fields. Talk about what that means, uh, you know, either at Rome or up in Gwinnett. Uh, you know, some are going to get to play at Georgia Southern, but to get to play on a pro, but to dress up in a pro uh, clubhouse and play on a pro baseball field. My thing is this, though. If there was rain, what's the contingency plan? Because, you know, some of these places you get a couple of days of rain and then the pro team got to have their field. Is there a plan in place for that? So, firstly, shout out to Don Corr the GHSA because I know Don worked really hard to be able to pull this whole thing off for everybody and, and get it organized and uh in terms of the contingency plan, um, that was not communicated to us prior to the tournament. But I know um, just from being in state championships in the past, man, we've had rain up in Rome, and they kind of threw the tarp on. And I know one year, man, we finished the game at 1.04 a.m. I'll never forget that. But <laughs> I think uh, with the fields as, uh, as good as they are and able to drain, they're just going to get those games in no matter what. But I do not know this year's contingency plan. Okay. We haven't had any rain, so, you know, thankfully we haven't had, had to go to it yet. Everybody has played their games when it's supposed to play their games. I always wonder, <laughs> I wonder what it was like. Okay, professionally, you got the win. You got to share it with your team. But I'm sitting here looking at your Twitter page, and I would imagine as special uh, as winning and being there with your team was the greeting you got from your family. You got a young family, and to do it and have those kids be able to see what Daddy did. Uh, again, I, I, I'm, I don't know if they were there or not, but I'm just imagining what was it like, you know, getting back into yeah, the arms of your family after that victory. Now, one of the cool things is you get a certain amount of passes to get on the field. And uh, 
you know, my, my kids did get to come down there and my wife did. But funny story, my, my, I had to do a couple of interviews after the game. My, my daughter was so upset she wanted to get interviewed. So one of the guys was good-natured and, and put her behind the camera and pretended to interview her. And I think at one point the joke was with all my colleagues, my daughter was so upset she didn't get interviewed, she ran out in the outfield and kind of laid there. And the Braves Browns crew were like, what the heck is this girl doing? Like, uh, <laughs> Throwing a temper tantrum? from the stadium. <laughs> Throwing a fit. Oh, yeah. Hey, Coach, this is Eric. Good, man. Uh, hey, Coach, Eric. Coach, this is Eric. Um, real quick before we get through with you today, I want to highlight some of your players that had some exceptional play. I got two young men in mind. Talk, talk about your starting pitcher in game one and your center fielder in game two. Talk about Dawson Campbell. He really had a great performance. Dawson, man, he's been to do it all for us, man, all year, all, his whole career, really. So Dawson's going to play at Lander University in South Carolina. Great left-handed pitcher. He went 12-1 and one this year. I don't know how many people know he had 12 wins. He also hit 390. So, and he does it all at the plate, man. He is an absolute, you know, hit and run machine. He can execute uh, whatever play we want, steal bases. So, Dawson's been uh, central to our team, man. Without him, we wouldn't be here. And I got one more. And, and Sam McGregor, if you, I mean, I know you weren't there, but if you were there, you would have swore Dansby Swanson was playing short because they had a shortstop that made some plays. His name is Carson Curse. Talk about the plays that young man made at short, coach. So Carson Curse, man, is going to be playing shortstop down at Georgia Tech in a, in a couple of years. And he showed he's why. Drafted, so. Yeah, man, he's a, he's a legitimate draft pick, man. That guy, one of the things I always said about Carson, I've never seen a shortstop to be able to go to his left or right, put his body in, a, in any position, awkward position, be able to get such strong throws off, accurate throws to first base. That guy is one of the greatest defenders in pro history, man. I can't say enough about him. That, uh, he made a play. We were, three, we were up 3 nothing, bases loaded. Um, they put a ball way out in the hole near third base. I mean, oh, my God, that guy goes out there, gets the ball, barely gets it across the infield. But if that ball gets through, man, totally different ball game in game two. So can't say enough about Carson. He's been, uh, he's been our defensive specialist all year. Got a question for you here, Coach. I mean, so some people, when, when it's all over, the trophy goes certain places or it goes to the school or the trophy case. It's a little soon for this one to be in the trophy case quite yet. And I know some coaches who win a championship, and I won't say there's a certain – I'll say there's one football coach in the state that won the football championship. The trophy is in his truck. He takes it with him everywhere he goes. So where's where, where the trophy at this morning, Coach? Well, my kids, you know, uh, a few years ago when my kids were babies, they uh, we won the state championship, and they wanted to put some magnetic letters into the cup. And my, my son asked me, Daddy, can you bring it home so I can look at it? So I brought it home. They played with it for about two seconds, and now it's sitting on my desk in my classroom because we got our banquet on Monday. So we'll all celebrate with it at the banquet, and then Josh will put it in the trophy case at Pope. And, again, shout-out to Josh Matthews. I know you guys were talking about how great of a job he did, yeah. man. The guy's super supportive of everything that we do. And I know Pope Athletics stays on top because – yeah, he's a he's a great AD. Does amazing work for us. So, and and uh, also, man, the guy does a lot to take care of our families. Um, he took care of our wives. Took care of the you know coaches, staff, family. So can't say enough about Josh. He's awesome. He's and he'll turn his office to into a dressing room if you need it. <laughs> well, we call it, we call it Josh's Palace, man. That's not a normal high school AD office, man. That thing's awesome. Actually, so, you're right. That thing it, it does look like right the, it's better. It's better than Rick Caffey's. <laughs> it really is. It really. It's like one of the top. I got three sports uh, sports offices in the city. That's one of them. Ed Clark over Atlanta Motor Speedway. Yeah, the, his the, corner the, one right there at the, at the fourth turn, right before the finish line. And Dr. Dale's. Yeah. Over there at PT oh, Solutions, looks right over the outfield fence. Anyway, listen, Coach. Thank you for getting up and being part of the show. And, and congratulations again and, congratulations, and continued Coach. success. Hey, we appreciate it, man. Congrats to you guys on your great show, and thanks for uh, having us. Thank you very much. That's Chris Turco. Uh, one of now, he, he is on the list. He is forever connected to that to that's high school. Uh, they won titles in, what did you say, 09, 13, 17, 18, 
and now 2022. 2022. And he will be on that list of He's an immortal. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Great so, stuff. At some point, somebody will be making a bust of him. <laughs> we'll Never know. We'll We're going to get into this whole back and forth going on between Nick Saban and the world uh, coming up in the 8 o'clock hour and Eric's world. Also join us. But up next, Mr. Crenshaw, along with Pope High School, We're gonna be, he's going to bring you up on everything else you need to know what's going on locally. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 